Hey everyone, welcome to the How They Made It podcast, a show that's dedicated to helping you make it in the world of fabrication. I'm your host, Jeremy Cross, and this episode, like all episodes, is brought to you by Sawblade.com. No middleman, no markup, no problem. Sawblade.com, go direct. Today, I am joined by Tim Brown. Tim is a woodworker based in Wilmington, Delaware, uh, and you can follow him on Instagram at the Wireless Woodworker, and you can also check him out online at the wirelesswoodworker.com. Tim, how's it going, man? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. It was a good, uh, good intro. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. I've I've only I've only said that about uh, about thirty times now, so it's starting to feel a little natural. So yeah, with practice makes perfect, right? <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you forgot to like mention all of the the good stuff about you know what what you've been doing with all the makers series on. YouTube. Oh man, well yeah, it's really really cool. I, 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 so thank you, thank you. I, I, I somebody somebody needs to uh, you know give you a nice intro. Too. <laughs> I was gonna say we'll save that for the episode that's meant to uh, to help you go to sleep at night. It'll be a big preview. Well, cool, man. Well, um, so kind of always just like to start the the same way um, and just get a little bit of like kind of background on like where did you grow up and kind of what were you into as a kid? Yeah, so I mean, I grew up in uh, in the Northeast. Um, so I lived in Annapolis for a while. I lived in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. I think I mainly there and then moved to Wilmington when I uh, graduated college. And yeah, I mean, I think um, sort of always in this in this area. Um, I haven't really ventured out too much. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, what like what were you uh, like what were you into like um, growing up like sports or were you like into making things or? Yeah, I mean, I definitely played played sports. I mean, when when I was growing up, it wasn't we didn't have like massive amounts of choices of sports. It was like you know three sports: soccer, basketball, baseball, that kind yeah. of thing. But um, yeah, I grew up uh, basically watching watching my dad do some DIY stuff around the house. Uh, you know, holding the tape measure for him, and um, I remember helping uh, you know helping him build like a couple of decks for the houses that we were at, and you know fixing things in the garage and everything. So I think that's kind of where my uh, my um, past in the maker slash woodworking areas uh, came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then take me through kind of like you know high school era and and beyond. Like kind of what were you interested in, in studying there, and and kind of how did you progress through that? Um, so I uh, I'm a physics major. Um, so in high school it was it was lots of physics. Um, and also, you know, I had, because my dad and um, mom really actually had a bunch of tools and everything that they were using, and I ended up, you know, making like speaker boxes for friends' cars and like getting into electronics for their car stereos. And, um, you know, so I've always been sort of a tinkerer slash maker. Um, I made some like reptile enclosures for some people and um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun, um, having that background and having some parents that were, um, you know, willing to give up the garage for, <laughs> for a weekend while I, you know, while I busted around some tools and everything. Um, so that, that was good. Um, and then, yeah, I went to college for physics, um, kind of progressed, progressed there. And I, I actually work as an engineer for a uh, day job now. Um, so, you know, I'm sort of hobby I guess hobbyist is, is an okay word for it. Um, it's obviously, you know, a little bit uh, beyond a hobby at the moment, but um, yeah, it sort of sort of progressed out of out of college. And when we bought our first house, I 
I started to do all the DIY stuff around the house and get into some just basic construction. Um, and then eventually progressed into what I would call fine woodworking. Um, so built, did some built-in, basic built-in cabinets and then did, uh, you know, some like more trim work and everything around. Um, and I guess it wasn't until a few years later when we were looking at doing, uh, buying our first furniture, because, you know, you, you use like the hand-me-down furniture and everything from, um, you know, from college or, or other, other family members. And I remember looking at, you know, like the Ikea catalogs and things and thinking like, I could, I could build this. And then, <laughs> so, so that's kind of where I started in like the actual, like fine, you know, fine furniture making or fine woodworking. Part. That's awesome. I, um, had, uh, we win who's, I don't know if you've seen Alabama woodworker on Instagram, uh, but had him on the, the show mm -hmm. and he's actually, he's a, uh, uh, studied physics. He's, uh, basically a, uh, a rocket, uh, engineer and and, okay. and it's funny because he, he kind of had the, the same thing it's like he you know got that first house and he he wanted to get some furniture and he was like looking at stuff and he's like oh i can make this and he was like yeah you know like i spent like three grand on tools so i could make you know like a 200 hundred dollar chair out of like <laughs> it's like hey yeah what? yeah and you think like, what i i can make that cheaper than you know 80 bucks or yeah. whatever and then yeah you you quickly realize that no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, 50 hours later, you have something that, you know, is, is really nice and you're really proud of, but you certainly didn't make it for you. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it'll last, yeah, it'll last a bit longer than, than the Ikea table. To totally, totally. So so what made you kind of want to get into, like, the, the fine furniture side of things? Like, what kind of, like, stoked your passion about that? Uh, that's that's a good question. I mean, I, I think I started out like I guess like most woodworkers doing like smaller things um, and maybe that's just the size of the the shop or the tools that I had but um, you know doing little boxes and uh, making obviously the cutting boards that's a big thing um, you have to make those uh, but I never really wanted to make something twice so after I made it it was like well, you know I've, I've done that um, we'll just move on to the next thing um, and I kept seeing you know seeing some fine, fine furniture out there and just being impressed, obviously, with, with the craftsmanship and everything that goes into it and thinking like, you know, I, I would like to progress to that someday. Um, so started, started actually trying to like hone, hone the skills a little bit more. Um, so that's where, you know, it gets into, uh, you know, making chairs and, and, bigger tables and nicer, nicer things. Yeah. And, and w did you start out, uh, using predominantly hand tools or did you start out kind of like learning on power tools and then transition to hand tools? Like how did that kind of progression happen? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, it sort of started out, I guess, as a space thing. Um, you know, I, I just used the half of a, a two car garage, um, that we put two cars in. So it's, uh, you know, I was a bit limited by the space, but I also enjoyed working with, with the handles a bit. Um, you know, I'm never really in a hurry to finish a project, so I don't really have like a time limit. Um, so I, I guess I was a little bit more drawn to um, sort of refining those, those skills. Um, I think at first I thought it was going to be cheaper yeah. too. Uh, it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, 
you know, you can quickly spend easily what you would spend on a, you know, a table saw on a few, a few high-end planes and saws. But um, it's, yeah, it, it's interesting. It, it, it kind of forces you to focus on what, what you're doing um, and sort of tune, tune everything else out. So if you're a stressful day at work or, um, you know, you have something else on your mind, you can go out into the shop and you have to, you know, you're focused on that cutting to that that line and like everything else just sort of goes away for a little while while you do that um so i i, I enjoy that yeah yeah, that's that's awesome what, what would you say has been kind of the um most challenging tool to master or the, or the most challenging technique to master oh i mean i i certainly haven't mastered them all um the uh, uh i mean i do have a, a couple of small power tools i i'm I'm terrified of the lathe. I have a lathe and I'm just terrified of it. Every time I use it, I think I'm just going to either hurt myself or like something is going to explode. Um, so I, I don't, I don't enjoy that. Um, I do it as like a, you know, a last resort to make, to make circular things for furniture. But, um, I mean, in, in the hand tool world, I think the certainly hand planing is something that people are really drawn yeah. to. Um, I think they see these, you know, thin wispy shavings come off planes and, um, they, they kind of get sucked in by that, uh, that world. And in reality, I mean, I think I use saws a lot more than, than planes, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm much quicker to pick up a saw and, and saw with it. But, um, you know, the hardest technique, I still have some problems with, uh, some of the more specialized joinery planes. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, just sort of learning what, um, how how to use the tools yeah it's and that's fun yeah. too um you know yeah i yeah uh, I, I i do a lot of um video production and my my the two favorite things to to film are welding and uh the the hand planer and so i know exactly what you, it's like that slow motion shot where it's like right up close and like you see that perfect little curl come off you're just like ah, i could film could yeah. film that all day yeah it just looks amazing. yeah yeah and you know I, I'm, I still like that, yeah. you know, half of my Instagram feed is probably taking pictures of hand planes on a bench with these nice curly shavings next to it, just because it's yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Well, how, how would you kind of describe your style of, of furniture? Do you, do you have like a, a specific, you know, style that you, you're drawn to? Um, I like, uh, I like the simple stuff. So the, uh, the shaker style is, is certainly something that, that I enjoy, um, the nice clean lines. And, you know, I think initially I thought that, that shaker furniture was going to be easy to make. Um, you think it's nice and square and everything just looks simple, but it's, it's very much like a, um, like a function over form type thing. So there's, um, there's joinery that goes into it and there's, you know, it takes a while to get those nice clean lines, um, so it's definitely not, uh, it's not easy to build. Um, but I think at the end of it, when you have something that looks like it, it was simple to make, um, I think you've probably done, you know, done your job. Um, so I like, I like that type. Um, I just got done making a, uh, a Morris chair a little while ago, which is one of my like grail projects to make. Um, and, uh, so the arts and crafts kind of mission type furniture is also, uh, um, something that I like, but yeah, I, I think the shaker style is, uh, yeah, yeah, probably, probably my favorite. Yeah. I, I think there's like a, a truth about just simplicity in general that it's, it's, 
like the hardest thing to achieve. Like it's so easy just to like bolt things on and make things really complicated and ornate and you can always add to, but it's like to refine to the point that it's like simple, clean and still like aesthetically pleasing is man, such a, such a challenge. Um, how did you learn the technique? Was this like YouTube university? Was this like just trial and error in the garage? Like, how did you go about that? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the, it was basically all, I mean, all self-taught really. I've never taken like classes or anything. So yeah, just, just YouTube, YouTube university, um, you know, watching some, some things and then grabbing a piece of wood and seeing, seeing what happens. Um, and, uh, I definitely made my share of, of mistakes at the beginning. <laughs> I still do. Um, the, but I think that's, that's also part, part of the fun. Um, if, if it was a, a paying job, I think that if I was making those mistakes, it would be much more frustrating. Yeah. Um, you know, and you're losing out on income and profit. Um, but it, being a hobby or being a amateur at it, I can just sort of toss that piece and say, well, yeah. try, try again absolutely, tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you taken any commissions um, so far? And, and if so, how has that experience been for you? Yeah, I've done a few commissions. Um, and it is interesting because I was saying before, like, I don't really want to make something twice. Um, the one of them was just a, it's a, a relatively simple uh, pen box. So there's a couple drawers, and you put a bunch of pens in there. And somebody contacted me and saw it on Instagram or, or, or somewhere online and said, you know, I, I want, I want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, you know, was, and I thought it was great. It was like one of my first commissions. I'm like, oh, this is, this is fantastic. Um, and like halfway through it, I'm like, oh, I've already done this before. Like, I've made this. <laughs> I don't think I could make the same thing over and over again and sell it. Like, you know, 50 cutting boards for a craft show or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've done a few commissions. I'm lucky enough that I think the commissions that I've done have been with people that have been willing to uh, be a little flexible and work with um you know, how something should be put together versus like what they, what they want. Yeah, absolutely. H have you, uh, dabbled with like Etsy or like selling products kind of on, on, on your website or, you know, any type of like e-commerce stuff like that, or has it kind of always been through Instagram people contacting you directly? Yeah, it's mainly just through, through people on Instagram. Um, and that's sort of my main platform, I guess, just cause it's, yeah, I think it kind of lends itself to like a creator um, atmosphere, you know, you can just quickly throw up some pictures or you can get much more detailed with it if you want. Um, the, but yeah, just, just through Instagram. Um, I haven't really done any sort of Etsy stuff. Uh, my mom did a lot of craft shows when, when I was in uh, middle school and high school and, you know, she would be constantly making little figurines and, and paintings and things. And she would go out to craft shows all the time and do it. So I don't know if that turned me off of yeah. that. Um, but the, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't really have much of a desire to make, um, things to, to yeah. sell, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I think eventually maybe, uh, selling plans for furniture or, or different things would probably be more what I would get yeah. into. Um, have, uh, take me through kind of like your, your design process. If you are creating uh, a custom piece, are you one of those guys that likes like pencil and paper? Is it like a CAD type thing? Like how do you actually kind of visualize your designs? Um, 
Yeah, I I mean I'll I'll do basic sketches, but um, I I will model it in 3D. Um, so I mean I use Blender, but most people use SketchUp, um, and I'll I, I am probably guilty of making you know like these detailed 3D renders of something, and like you don't really need to go that far. <laughs> putting back putting backgrounds and people in, and like um, but. <laughs> The, yeah, so I will I will do that, and I think that really helps with um, you know visually like the, the actual form or like how it's it's going to look um, in in real life because you can definitely um, have this idea for uh, for a project and then you know model it out and it just won't won't yeah. work um, or it won't look good or you think like there's no way that this is going to work in, in basic construction, you know, wood movement or whatever, like this is, isn't going to happen. Um, so I think, I think it definitely helps with yeah. that. It's, it's a lot cheaper to, to try mis- different things and make mistakes in blender than it is with a, yeah, an actual piece of wood, especially with wood prices where yeah. they're at. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And it's fun, you know, to, to sort of throw things out there and, um, you know, play with, with different designs. Yeah. What, what made you decide to, or what made you gravitate toward Blender uh, versus something like SketchUp? Was that something you used kind of like in the day job or? or... Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was sort of just years and years and years ago. Um, I think I, I picked it up for, for the day job just as, you know, a, a project came up and um, I just, because I, I was familiar with it, that I just sort of stuck with it. Um, I think you could probably like export to anything yeah. now. But yeah, I mean, SketchUp seems to be the the default for for a lot of people just because it's accessible and it's easy. All right. So knowing that Instagram has kind of been your main marketing channel, what's kind of been your strategy for for growing that? Yeah. And um, I, I think initially sort of I, I started thinking I was going to be like a, this Instagram teacher and get all, um, you know, all of these views with people trying to learn how to use different handles and things and then um, kind of realized pretty quickly that, that I wasn't, wasn't very good at that, or, um, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. You know, it, it wasn't, wasn't for me. So, um, now I think I've just gotten into just kind of posting, um, just pictures of, of works in progress, um, you know, different, uh, things that I'm working on. Um, I think eventually I might look into, uh, you know, doing different designs, um, like I was saying, sort of maybe selling plans for different designs. Um, that might be something that that I would like like to do. Uh, but I also, you know, I, I do like to just take pictures of in-progress work. Um, like we were saying before, you know, taking pictures of, of hand planing and things, it's just, it's just cool. Um, you know, I those are the pictures that I look at on Instagram. So it would be natural that those were the things that I would want to be, you know, want to be making or want to be posting. Yeah. Yeah. So over the years, has there been a, um, single piece that you've created that just kind of like stands out in your mind as like, you know, one of your favorite or or most memorable? And if so, kind of what was that? Oh, that's, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, normally it's, it's what I've just been working on. Um, so the, uh, so I mentioned the, the Morris chair recently. Um, and that's, it was sort of just this grail project for me. Um, and I, it was one of the things I wanted to do initially. I wanted to build this this chair initially when I first started building bigger pieces of furniture. And then, um, you know, as I got into to looking at it, I'm thinking, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this now. Um, and now that I've I've built it, um, I'm I'm 
yeah, I guess I'm really proud of it. Uh, like I can actually sit in it and use it. And this is like a fully functional piece of furniture. This is great. It's super comfortable. I use it pretty much every day. So um, I, I would have to say that one, you know, I, it could be just, just because that's the one I just built, but yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm really, really happy with that one. Yeah. That's awesome. And you're spoken like a true creator, like favorite project is the, is the most recent. Yeah. Whatever I'm doing. And I mean, there's also other ones that I, I guess I'm more attached to, uh, either because they had some sort of special wood in them. You know, somebody gave me a piece of nice wood that I wanted to use for that project. Um, uh, or, you know, it was a special reason that I was making it something like that. Um, so there are definitely projects like that too. Yeah. Is there like a project like on your list that you're like really looking forward to, to making or that you, you want to try at some point in the future? Yeah, that's a good question too. So I've never done, um, I've never done like an epoxy table before. I know some like fine woodworkers just would laugh at me um, thinking that there's, you know, that's not fine woodworking and it's so ugly or whatever, but I think they look kind of cool, so I've never done one. Um, so I think I might uh, might attempt one of those at some point. Um, I have a nice big slab that uh, a family friend had given us, so I might try to try to do something something with that. Um, That's awesome. You're like on that. That would be like the two extremes of woodworking, like hand tools on one side and then like the epoxy river table on the other that would be <laughs> yeah i mean i guess there's no reason you can plain epoxy so yeah i don't yeah. know yeah i don't know totally. we're, we're gonna see but <laughs> yeah 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 what's well, it kind of brings me to the next question like um one of the things that i read on your site that i thought was like super cool was that um you know you kind of made the comment that just because I use hand tools, like, doesn't mean that you have to, too. It seems kind of like there's this, there's this, like, rift, like, there's this, like, purist hand tool woodworker, and then there's, like, the, the modern, like, power tool CNC type woodworker. Like, have you run across that? And kind of, like, just what is your thought on, like, that dichotomy? Yeah, and I, at, at first, when I first started um, doing more, more fine woodworking, I, I got that feeling as well. You're, you're absolutely right. You know, I would read some, some forums and things and people, you know, there's separate forums for people that are just using hand tools and like, you know, you, oh, you can't do that. You're a hand tool guy, like a hand tool guy. And like, that's, that's fine, I guess. Um, but like, I, yeah, I'm not trying to like convince anybody that this is, this is the best way to do it or the only way to do it. Um, the, so I think that people might get, get confused sometimes if people are just posting about hand tools or, um, the, I, and I don't actually know anybody. I mean, most of the people on Instagram are, are really, really friendly and really helpful. Um, so they might, might say things, um, that more like, um, oh, what was I going to say? Yeah. They uh, might say things like, you know, that that's not how I would do it. Um, right. but you know, the, your, your way works too. And like, everybody is, is yeah. super friendly about it. Um, yeah. but you're yeah. right. I think it, there can be that, that kind of, kind of divide between the hand tools and the power tool guys. Um, and I do have some power, power tools. I have no shame in using them for, you know, stock removal and, um, the, uh, yeah. like heavy prep work, um, milling boards and things. I'm not trying to spend six hours, like 
planing, <laughs> rough planing a bunch of boards down for a project. Um, so uh, yeah, I, but it's just kind of what I, what I enjoy doing and how I enjoy working. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, there's, I mean, fact of the matter is there's no, no rules in the space. It's, it's do what you enjoy and, and make the stuff that you like. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think, yeah. And I, I think you're right. I mean, I think that the people that, that just want to create, they just want to make things. Um, mm -hmm. They are just super happy if somebody else just goes out in the shop and is inspired by their, their projects uh, to do whatever they want, um, you know, and use whatever tools you have and things. Um, so I think th that might be the other part of, you know, trying to get into education, like teaching people how to use these things. Um, you know, maybe I felt that I didn't want to, teach somebody one way to, to do it. You know, you can, you can do lots of, lots of different ways. You can, um, whatever works for you, whatever tools you have. Absolutely. So as you think like five, 10, 15 years into the future, like any like long-term goals and ambitions, like, would you ever want to, to, to do this full time? Would you ever want to kind of go into the like teaching realm, like more professionally, like kind of what's the plan there? Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I enjoy having it as a hobby now, um, more so because uh, I want to make what I want to make. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want somebody to tell me uh, what I, what my next project is going to be. I want to try to figure that out for myself. Um, but I think, I think eventually I could see, I could definitely see myself getting into it um, professionally and, you know, maybe having a, having a small shop and making you know, making furniture full time. Um, so I could see that happening. Or I mean, I could also see just kind of selling selling plans for different designs, um, maybe doing more, um, more YouTube, more serious YouTube videos. Um, yeah. Maybe not educational, but maybe, um, you know, for um, entertainment content, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it seems like there's never really been a better time um, to, to be like, to have these kind of like side hustles, like you can do things now that would have taken, you know, 20, 30 people, like just in your garage. Like I think of like, even just YouTube, like 20 years ago, like making a video, you'd had to have like a video production crew, like come to your house and set up lights. And it's like, now you can do it with your phone if you want to. It's like, it's just a really cool time to, yeah. Yeah. And just to have all of those options is, is great. Yeah. Um, you can, yeah, you can really just do what you, what you want to do. Um, yeah. And I think if you're, you know, if you're passionate about it, people are going to, people are going to like it. They're going to see that they're going to watch it or yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. Well, this has been awesome. So got one last question. Is there anything that you've learned over the years or any piece of advice that you might give to somebody um, who's maybe seen one of those like slow motion hand planing videos with the curl of wood and said like, Hey, that's something like I want to try, like I want to get into that. Uh, and if so, kind of what would that advice be? Um, I mean, there's, there's probably a couple of things. I mean, the first being is just, just kind of try it um, and see if you don't have the tools anyway, um, you know, go, go to your, your local wood store, um, you know, just, just try it out and see if you get sort of bitten by that bug. Um, but the other thing is just to, to reach out to those people you see on Instagram or YouTube or, or whatever your platform is that you're, you're watching them. Um, Cause in my experience, everybody is just, just really helpful and they're just really nice to, 
um, either point you in the right direction or, um, you know, even if they're nearby, I don't think that there's a woodworker around that would say no to having somebody just kind of like pop in and say, I like, you know, can I, or a hobbyist woodworker, obviously, if it's a professional, you don't want them popping in your shop, but, um, you know, just if they have a shop in their garage, just sort of pop in and see, see what it's all about really. Yeah. I'll, I'll second that. Like my experience in with the woodworking community has been nothing short of amazing. Everybody is so friendly and so willing to help. It's uh, yeah. One of the best communities that I've uh, uh, ever seen. So I think that's, yeah fantastic yeah yeah and that um you know kind of carry carries over online too like people just just seem to be really really friendly and really positive on everybody's um feedback and everything even if there is something that they they would do differently or they would um change you know there's they're just positive about everything yeah absolutely well man this has been absolutely awesome um one more time do you just want to let everybody know best place to to see your work and uh and get in touch with you yeah, so um, like like we were saying, you know, I'm most active on Instagram. So uh, the Wireless Woodworker is is my Instagram, and um, I, you know, I post try to post a bunch of stories every day, um, and yeah, just direct message over there, or also my website. Um, so thewirelesswoodworker.com. There's contact forms there and everything. Awesome. Well, fantastic, man. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. This has been great. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was this was fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and thank you to everyone out there for, uh, for listening. Um, please also be sure to follow uh, sawblade.com on all the social channels and be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. Really helps us out and you'll be able to stay up with all the latest episodes. Until next time, thanks again for listening and we'll see ya.